Welcome to the ANA Podcast, Sports Talk with your hosts, Anthony Cortez, Alex Ashley, and Kevin Rowe. And it's the ANA Sports Show, episode 125. This is part three this week. Thanks for sticking with us. I am your host, Anthony Cortez, joining alongside my two good friends and co-hosts, Mr. Alex Ashley. What's going on, everybody? And Mr. Kevin Rowe. Hey, hey, hey. You know what, guys? I'm tired. I think I'm going to sit this one down and take a break. <laughs> Okay. I see what you, you did there. <laughs> Too bad, Kevin. This is prime time. Damn it. <laughs> Don't find me. Uh, we'll just find you. I, man. I caught that late, but good one, Kev. I, I, yeah, I caught that late, but good one. Yeah. Anyways, part three this week, as Kevin just tried to get out of the work day, the work week with us. Um, so the NBA, we're going to talk some NBA. Um, NBA came out with some news today. I, I don't know if it's official, actually. I just kind of saw it reported. But the NBA is coming out with news that the league is implementing um, a new policy which will prohibit teams from resting players for, from high, or for, for high-profile games, such as national televised games. And uh, fines could be as high as 100000 Um I don't know if that's per player or if that's going to be per team. I would imagine per team. But... Um, yeah, we essentially just wanted to treat this as a question of the week, and, uh, and is, this, is this okay? Um, Holy shit, just real quick. Just saw this 35 minutes ago. Uh, Breakdancing will make it an Olympic debut at Paris in 2024. I saw that earlier, dude. That's crazy. That's crazy pants. Who would have thunk? Yeah. <laughs> break camping is an Olympic sport. What so, the fuck is that about? Right. All right. We got to start covering break dancing. We got to start covering break dancing. All right. I'm sorry. Anna. Continue. No, no worries. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, time management, load management has kind of uh, gained um, prominence. I don't know if prominence is the right word, but it's starting to become a lot more popular in the league these days as far as um uh resting players um well yeah teams putting load management on the injury report but it really just means that they're resting the guy um and this has kind of been it's it's kind of been gaining more steam these last couple two three years is what seems like uh you know pop sided at all um but um Essentially, I mean, we, we've all we all texted uh, today as as we saw the news, as I saw the news, and I sent it to you. We all kind of like collectively disagree. Although before we started taping part three here, Alex was was starting to change his mind a little bit. Um, but I mean, to start us off, I when I like when I think of this, like I, I essentially and as I was I, I explained it to Alex a little bit, like I essentially think of this as like basically the league kind of denying a player PTO. Because that's kind of what it is. Like, if a player wants to request a day off or a team decides, I want to rest a guy um, for a certain day, even if it is a high-profile uh, high national televised game, if it's going to be a TNT, ABC game, ESPN game, whatever it is, um, the league is going to say, no, um, you have to play because it's nationally televised. Um, I just kind of think that's not okay. Like, if a guy wants to rest and if a team thinks it's best for a guy to rest, it's probably the best move. And yeah, like I, 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 
but as Alex and I were, t- as we're, we were talking before we started taping here, like I get it. I, I do see the league's point of view. I do see the league's side of it where, okay, the, the athletes are our product. We need to put the product on the court for these high profile games. I, I, I get that. And I respect that. But at the same time, if a guy needs rest, if a guy's coming off, you know, three games and four nights and they're coming into a, not a TNT game. And if a head coach says, you know, you're sitting out. I don't care if this game is on TV. You're sitting out. Like, I think that should be okay. That's just my opinion, though. Um, Kev, you got any thoughts? Yeah, I mean, if all this comes out to be true, that they are going to find teams for resting their players for high-profile games, it's kind of absurd. Because you look at the offseason, the offseason for the majority of these – for at least for like the Lakers and the Heat, has basically been cut in half. The average days between the end of the finals to the beginning of the regular season is usually 140 days, rough give or take. The Lakers and the Heat have 70. 22 of those teams that were in, those 22 teams that were in the bubble have less than the average of 141. The other eight teams have over 200 days in between. So it, they're going to be have plenty of rest. Um, in fact, the majority of those teams that were in the bubble still have over 100 days of rest. Okay, so maybe you cut your offseason down by a month. It's only the ones that went all the way that have shorter offseasons. But you know what? That's normal for every team. So, I mean, if you're talking about rest, yes, I know these players are going to need rest going through the season because of these extreme circumstances. Let them take their rest. If they need rest, so be it. If it's on a nationally televised game, tough shit. People are still going to watch. You know, it's a money grab at this point, and it's ridiculous to me. Alex? This is going to come no surprise to you guys or any of our hardcore dedicated listeners. But the more that I think about it, the more I actually kind of have to disagree with you guys to, to some point. And I was like, Anthony said, I was even changing my mind earlier. But the more that I think about it, the more that I don't really think that this is like that crazy of a concept. If, if you really think about it, right? Okay, because what the NBA is saying is, look, you cannot rest your high-profile players at nationally televised primetime games, right? If it's true, that's, that's the idea. Now, can you guys tell me, when you're playing nationally televised primetime games, what kind of level of competition are you usually playing with? About equal. Are they higher or lower than the average? Uh, On average, you think? I mean, it depends. Like, you know, it could be like a it could be like a Laker Clipper matchup. It could be like a like a like a, a former uh, like a previous a, a previous final or not a previous final. It's a previous uh, playoff matchup. I don't know. It kind of depends. Let's it put it like this: Which is more likely to be a nationally televised primetime game? Uh, Orlando Magic and the Minnesota Timberwolves 
or uh, let's say Boston and Miami. Oh, duh. Boston and Miami. Okay. So usually your primetime games are going to be like good, exciting, big time games. Would you agree? More often than not. Okay. So why wouldn't you want your best talent out there anyway? And on top of that, they're not saying that you can't have days off. They're saying that there are blackout dates, just like every other job in the world. Almost every other job in the world. Let me phrase Almost. That. Almost. Most people who work have blackout days. Most people who work, even if you're a manager, even if you're a CEO, if you are an entry-level employee, if you've been there for 40 years, usually... There are blackout dates for, for jobs. Now, sometimes you get holidays and you get the days off anyway. Sometimes, you know, there's built-in, you know, you only work certain days and a holiday falls on an off day or something like that. But there are, there's a busy season. There's always blackout days. It's like telling a retail person you can't take off during Black Friday weekend. Right. <laughs> kind of average. You know what I mean? For me, my job, I can't really take spring, uh, spring break off. Because that's when everybody's coming into town. That's I work in tourism and hospitality. San Antonio gets very, very busy during spring break from all the tourists coming into town. So I can't take that off. I can't request that off. Because that's our version of NBA primetime kind of a situation, right? I don't really see I don't really think it affects the NBA that much. What they're trying to do is make sure that they're putting the best product out there that they can. They schedule games a particular way. So they're trying to keep some kind of control over who can't, like who, who, who does and doesn't work, those kind of things. Right? And so I, I get it. You know what I mean? I get it. These are your busy times. This is the time where you're going to get all the viewers and all the sponsorships. And also on top of that, you got to think they need all the ratings they can get right now. They're giving out lots of money to these teams to make up for the fact that they're not going to have fans. They're not going to have concession sales. They're not going to have parking sales. Right. So they're giving them some extra money to help compensate for that. But they need some return on investment. They need a little bit of help themselves also, or they're going to start losing a lot of money. And granted, you know, a lot of money to us is like a million dollars. They're like 10 million or more. You know what I mean, a team, maybe depending on where they are, how popular the team is, those kinds of things. Right. But I mean, they're going to lose revenue. Every team is going to lose revenue for one reason or another. They're going to lose revenue. So trying to help combat that as a whole also kind of makes sense to me. Like, I don't think this is as big a deal. If it's not, I mean, it's a little Bush league. It's a little, you know, every kid has to play for three outs, you know, whatever. But at the same time, like as business wise, it may, I, I, I don't have kind of a problem with it. You know what I mean? They don't say you can't take days off, but would you rather rest, you know, Chris Paul and Kawhi Leonard versus, you know, the, I don't know, the Kings, or would you rather rest them against the Lakers? You know what I mean? If you need to get wins, whatever, you know, so especially in the West. And on top of that, too, yeah, they have less rest days. Some teams have less rest days than they would have last year, but that's only going to be for one season. Because if their idea is to start the NBA this year, every year, the cycle goes right back to normal. That was going to be a, a, an effect of starting the season when they started it because they wanted to start it December. They, that's something that they wanted to do for a while, and they took the opportunity to be able to do it. So we knew that was going to happen. That was kind of a foregone conclusion. 
but that won't be the case every year. It's going to suck for this one year for two teams, maybe four teams at most, but like, whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I, I don't have a huge problem. I don't really see it being a big problem. I mean, it's, it's, it's not going to be a big issue. Um, and I mean, it's a, yes, all great and fair points. I mean, the league, the, you're right. The league isn't telling the teams like, it's not like you can't rest at all. You just can't rest on these games that are going to be nationally televised. Like, you know, like you're right. Pick another game to rest, plain and simple. I yeah, but I, w- I would make the argument on this. The national, national televised games are not distributed equally. You can't tell me that Indiana has the same number of nationally televised games as Los Angeles. Also true. Also true. So, I mean, if you're looking at it that way, you are giving your players less opportunity to rest at some of these bigger markets. Nope. Sorry. Sorry, Kev. I don't mean to interrupt, but the Spurs, I I haven't seen the schedule yet, but I don't think the Spurs have any nationalized televised games in the first half of the schedule that's been released. But go ahead. Continue. And how many do the Lakers have? Five, six, seven at least? So you're limiting the the amount of games you can rest on a certain team versus another one. And that gives an unfair advantage to some of those other teams. So, so in your brain... No, okay, go ahead. Sorry. Basically what I'm saying is if these players need the rest, let them rest. You know, because... Of the mitigating circumstances, you have half of an off-season than you normally had. You threw it on them with, like, a month to go into the season because they weren't going to know when the season was going to start, you know? Um, So they're having to rush to get ready for the season, which we saw with baseball and what happened in baseball. A lot of injuries at the beginning of the season, particularly the pitchers who weren't conditioned and ready for the season because of the shortened preseason. So what I'm worried about is if we're preventing uh, some of these players resting, are we going to see some high-profile injuries right there at the beginning of the season because they are not prepared? No. I don't think so. If there are injuries, they're going to happen anyways. But again, you're saying five or six games over the course of a season that you can't rest. You have 82 games. So you have 76 games that you can't. Oh, you have 71 games. Or 72 games. Okay, so sorry. So you have 66. I said five five or six at least in the first half. Okay, so you have. I'm curious how many games you have. The Spurs have four, the Spurs have four games right now scheduled for NBA TV. Nothing for ABC, TNT, or ESPN as of yet, or if they, if a broadcast schedule has even been released yet. But as of Spurs.com, only four on NBA TV. As we're all looking up schedules. So let's see. One, two, three, four, five, six. I see six. 
including the preseason, that are on national networks just for the Lakers alone in the first month. In the first then month. You, then you have another one, NBA TV. And I'm counting the NBA TV because that is still national televised, right? It so is. seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen. 16, and I'm only in February right now. <laughs> 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24. They have 24 of their games on national television. And right there at the end, it was six or seven games in a row. Okay, well, two questions then. Number one, prime time or non-prime time? And then number two, do we know exactly how long it says that you're like, if it says they're supposed to play, is there a maximum that they have to play? Like they have to play 12 minutes out of the whole game or something like that? I haven't seen any restrictions on that. I haven't seen it either. I don't like know. if they go in for 10 minutes, they can take the rest of the night off. I don't think that's a huge issue. And number two, if it's only your prime time slots. But then you're just kind of going... Again, you're basically saying to fuck you to the league, and you don't think the league's going to respond to that? They yeah. can. They can only change the rules, but... Okay. I mean, the the okay. committee can come in and say, okay. you know what? No, that's, that's not right. You're trying to undermine my authority. No, fuck you. We're still finding you. Yeah, and in that case, yeah. Alex, what do you, what would, you, like, would you agree with that at that point? And where'd he go? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But, uh, I mean, <laughs> I mean, you can't expect. I'm, I mean, with, you. Just, I'm with you, Kev. Like, I, sorry, I don't want to interrupt you, but. No, go ahead. Because the, the amount of games given that are nationally televised are obviously not equal. And so it's just, it's, yeah. Like, the more I see this, like, it's. Like, yeah, it's ridiculous. It's like. I can't agree with it. Yeah, I mean, as far as primetime games, I mean, as those last few games that were all on, uh, let's see, all on national television, they are on, I'm, I'm going to say central time. So 9 o'clock, 7 o'clock, 9 o'clock, 9 o'clock, 9 o'clock, 7.30. And nine o'clock. Yeah, and they're west. They're a West Coast team, so that's seven o'clock their time, which is prime time. Yeah, you know. So like, we're not talking like, oh, okay, they're playing at noon or whatever. So, no, these games are most likely that second game of the doubleheader. You're having East teams play that first one. You're having the West Coast teams playing the second one. You know, because. That's what they do, like on TNT. You see that all the time where uh, Boston is hosting a game at at 6 o'clock Central Time. And then you have L.A. hosting the 9 o'clock Central Time game because they showed both games. But, I mean, if you're expecting them to play all of these games in a row, you're asking for injuries right now. 
You're asking for trouble, something. Yeah. Yeah. And believe me, I'm not one to advocate, okay, let's just sit for sitting. Especially with an NBA season because you get days off in between. But this is a different season. This is a year with a shortened offseason. This is a year where you have to fit more games and a shorter schedule. Um, a lot of things can go wrong. A lot of issues, not only with uh, injuries, but COVID-19. These players can get sick. They, they can throw uh, have another outbreak. They can have so many different issues that if you're if you're compromising their immune system by pushing them out there in games where maybe they should take a break, then you're you're risking more trouble than it's worth. And it begs the question at what cost? <laughs> Again. <laughs> well, millions of dollars billions of dollars apparently. So Yeah. I I'm curious to see what Alex thinks is when he gets back. Uh but if there is no restrictions on it, and if a team says, um, "No, I need you. I need you on the court. Like I need you to play. I, like if it, if a game's on ABC, I need LeBron out there." But if the Lakers say, "Okay, you want LeBron out there? He'll be out there for five minutes." I'm curious to see if there's like any restrictions on that. If he does play for five minutes, which obviously this won't happen, just hypothetical situation, but. If the Lakers say, okay, you want LeBron out there, we'll throw him out there for five minutes, and the league finds him at that point. Alex, now that we have you back, so if there is no restrictions on it, like let's say the Lakers, they have like six games, uh, six straight games on nationally televised games, and LeBron, hypothetically speaking, because this won't happen, but LeBron wants a day off, and the league says, no, we need you to play. And he says, or the t- him and the team say, okay, you want me to play? I'll play for five minutes. At that point, if there's no restrictions on it, they just say, we need you to play. It doesn't matter how long you play, but we need you to play. If they throw him out there for five minutes and they still find him, is that okay? By the league or by the team? League. No, because he followed the rules. He followed your rules. If that happens, then if their NBA PA needs to sue the league for. Uh, arbitrary fines. Uh, no, because if you say, okay, there's no rules, but you have to play. Well, you didn't say how long I have to play. There's no, like, three outs in a at-bat situation. You know what I mean? Right. But no, you can't do that. So you don't if, agree with that? Like, if you don't agree with the fines, then? like No, but if you say you have to play and he plays, then you can't find him. He didn't say how long he had to play. You just said that he has to play, and he did. He made one basketball move. You know what I mean? Okay. Gotcha. So you, you wouldn't agree with a fine if a guy got fined for, you know, playing five minutes instead of 20 or instead of exactly. 30. That's not – okay, gotcha. That's all – yeah, okay. <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. We'll see how this plays out. I think it's just be an interesting hurdle, and they probably won't even bring it back. Uh, I imagine there's going to be a lot of pushback from something like this, so – I think so too. I just, I can't see player like I can't see the league or the players wanting to get on board with this and be like, okay, well, yeah, like if you're the Lakers, we keep using the Lakers as an example, but we're the hot, we're the hottest ticket on on you know in the market right now. You schedule us for six games on TNT and ABC, and you are not gonna let us take a day off. Like, 
Uh, I think it's just a way to try to stay competitive, too. Yeah, I mean, that too, but still. Kev, you got anything else? Um, yeah, no, not really. Just, <coughs> I mean, forcing these, honestly, $100,000 is the least, or the, like the low amount that they're going to find these players. Um, I mean, to an NBA franchise, that's really nothing. So, I mean, you could probably see some of these teams do it anyway. Probably. They feel like they need to rest their players. And they feel it's going to help the health of their players going forward. Right. You know? Yeah. So. Hey, real quick, before we get out of here, a way way too early projection. Do the Spurs make the playoffs next year? For this upcoming year, no. Really, I don't you don't think, think so. so. I want them to, but no. Yeah, I don't see it either. Huh? If they play the way they did in the bubble, I mean, if they play the way they did in the bubble, you're also then at that. There point. are a lot of teams that didn't play like they played in the regular season in the bubble. Yeah. There I mean, you. if the Suns play the way they did in the bubble. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I, I, I can see it happening. I'm not going to roll out the Spurs automatically. I can see it happening. Of course not. <laughs> All right, boys. All right, boys. Alice has got to eat. All right. That was it for part three. Uh, the email is doubleasportshow at gmail.com if you want to email Lynn. If you want to contribute to the show at all. We also do have a Patreon. Uh, continue to be good to yourself and be good to each other out there. Don't drink and drive. Don't section drive. And please still wear a mask. With that, we'll say later. Peace. See ya.